Hello, this is Dr. Nancy O'Reilly, and you're listening to Smart, Amazing Conversations with Dr. Nancy. You know, supporting women is my passion and my purpose, and finding other women and men who lift women up is my favorite thing to do. Their stories are inspiring, and they help us to understand that we can all succeed and create a better world if we support one another in our work and in our life. These amazing conversations gave me the stories and wisdom from my earlier book, Leading Women, and they also inspired my newest book called In This Together, How Successful Women Support Each Other in Work and Life. Now, this week, I'm pleased to introduce Angelina Rosario. Angelina believes success is no accident. If you want to achieve amazing things and build a successful life, you have to do it on purpose. So she launched She Fixes Crowns, a program for women empowerment that shows women how to tap into their truths so that they can boldly walk into their purpose. Using her skill as an IPEC certified coach, author, speaker, and overcomer, Angelina has influenced thousands of women by teaching them that trials and setbacks are their secret weapons towards achieving success and going from mediocre to excellence in every area of their lives. Now, you can listen to Angelina's podcast, Move Out of the Way, which discusses topics like faith, fear, gratitude, self-care, and much, much more. And read her latest book, which is Thank You for Walking Away, that just came out in January 2021. Brand new. Must read. So I'm pleased to welcome Angelina Rosario to Smart Amazing Conversations with Dr. Nancy. And let's hear her inspiring story. Well, Angelina, so nice to get to talk with you. We were just sharing our stories uh, a little bit about leadership and women empowerment. Wow, you've uh, you've taken off and you've you're just flying and doing so much for other women. Let's talk about you for the next thirty minutes. But welcome, thanks thanks for talking to me. Thank you for having me. You know, your story is phenomenal, and really, these conversations are really storytelling. And I think that's what more women need to do. They need to tell each other their stories, tell them where they've come from, how they've they've come into the the work or the career that they're in, because I know every time we do that, we connect at some level, and there's, there's something that we can help each other to do. So let's talk about your personal story, and you had quite the journey, but why are you the person I'm talking to today? What brought you to this point in your life? Tell me your story. Oh, what brought me to this point in my life? Well, I will be remiss if I don't say I'm so even astonished of how much I've succeeded um, and I've gained from my pain, right? So, yes, right. I'm an author now. I am an abundant coach. I'm the director of sales for Cox Media Group in Miami market, and I have my own company, She Fixes Crowns. But that's not exactly where my story began. I'm just a girl that was raised in a low-poverty environment, which is a Liberty City, to be exact, and uh-huh. the project. So I had no dad, just a mom with two sisters in a one-bedroom apartment. And that's where my story began, but I don't believe that's where my, I think my awakening, the like-minded attracting the right people into my life began. I believe it started when I was somewhere like in my 30s. It was about early 30s, and I was like in this amazing relationship, and I was traveling the world with this man, and really just, I, I would feel like my identity was surrounded around him. And out of yeah. nowhere... You said it's surrounded around what? What was it surrounded by? Around, uh, surrounded around his identity. 
Okay. His his yeah. his identity. Okay. Thank you. Yes. Yes. I had no idea. Yes. Slow me down. My Puerto Rican accent may come out. Uh, so, <laughs> I like it. Needed. I like it. Go ahead. <laughs> I like it a lot. Slow down. You're speaking like 100 miles per hour. I'm like, I'm so sorry. I get excited. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I was in this amazing relationship and, you know, trying to define myself at the time. And out of nowhere, we're traveling back from this hometown to be exact on July 13th. And as I'm walking into the bathroom to wash my face, I, I can feel, you know, we, we're very intuitive. Women are very intuitive. I can feel something right. is not right. And I just walk out the bathroom, and there's this six-foot-seven man that I thought was my life partner, my husband-to-be, looks into my eyes and just tells me how he's not ready to be married and that he's ready to just leave the relationship. And I was completely hurt. I literally remember tears coming down my eyes. And my stomach hurting, my heart throbbing because, I mean, how many of us have been through a heartbreak? So we are, right, we've all felt the pain. Uh, But it was like in the middle of me thinking, you know, you have your blueprint of your life. I'll be married by 30 and I'll have two kids by 32. So it was my (laughs) my whole blueprint. um, Just kind of just in a moment of a second, I would say, just went out the door. And I'm a planner. So I thought I had it all figured out. And I wish I could tell you that's where the story ends and I was able to bounce back and just start my life again and I found the men of my life and I was very, I was able to get married. But that's not where my story ends. In yeah. fact, I believe it was a year later, I'm sitting at Jackson Memorial Hospital in the doctor's office. Uh, five doctors walk in and I can tell, again, my intuition, something's not right. Right. And the lead doctor just looks at me and tells me, Angelina, I'm so sorry. You've been diagnosed with a tumor a size of a baseball on the right side of your face. Wow. And um, if not removed within 30 days, you will lose your entire mouth. You won't be able to speak again. And, of course, like, I was numb. I'm just sitting there. And, in fact, I think I remember wearing, like, this big sweater holding on to it, and everything around me just went dark. Sure. And... Mm-hmm. <laughs> And I am just, I'm a God-fearing woman. And, you know, here I am thinking, I just, you know, I'm going to get through this breakup, everything's well. While by the wedding, let me tell you this, he's thriving in his career. He's winning championships. He's now got married. He has a child on the way. And I'm sitting here (laughs) trying to figure out what in the world is going on right now. And so uh, I just got up. I just got up. I I, I remember running in this long hallway in the hospital, and I found this bathroom on the left-hand side. And I just went in there, and I remember grabbing the sink, and I just started just crying. All these tears were rolling down. I was definitely questioning my entire life at that point. And I remember looking up, and I remember, you know, you know, I believe in God, and you believe in the universe. Whoever we're screaming at and saying, why me? Yeah. Uh, I, I don't understand. I've been good. I've, I've been faithful. I've been trying to do the right thing. Sure. But, man, I, I, when I look back at that story, because, I remember going back into the room and the doctors asked me, how do I want to proceed? Cause I don't have much time left. So it was four surgeries later, <laughs> um, wow. a hip bone and a nerve removed from my right side of my leg, uh, exact hip bone. And I was in ICU for six days with tubes in my mouth, not being able to walk or talk or do anything on my own. And 
I remember a specific night that changed everything for me, which I believe brought me to this place in my life. I've never obviously been in the ICU room, but I see these nurses just rushing by one evening, and I kept hearing, cold red, cold blue. I'm like, what in the world are these color codes? What are they talking about? But I knew someone was not going to make it the next day. That I knew. And that changed Mm -hmm. my perspective. I remember looking up and I said, you know what, God, if you can get me through this, I promise I will devote myself to women and how to use pain for opportunities. Wow. And even though shortly after it didn't happen overnight, it, you know, the journey was four years long, but mm-hmm. I was able to really do some soul searching, find the right resources, do online courses, surround myself with the right people, and journal a lot, pray a lot, visualize a lot, and I think that's when everything changed for me. And miracles did unfold. They were supposed to cut the right side of my face, the right side of my leg, and going into the operating room, a doctor that I've never seen. I had a, a team of five doctors, and this was one doctor, which will be the fifth doctor. I've never seen him. And just when they were about to cut my right side of my face, on the ninth hour, he said, give it one more shot, and they were able to connect the nerve because they, they, they had to remove five teeth, which was my five front teeth and the, my bone and everything else right. to be able to remove the tumor. Wow, so, yeah, wow. you know. Well, you know, I'm I'm looking at the picture of you. I haven't met you personally, but I'm looking at your pictures on your website, and it looks like you were. It it was very successful. You're a beautiful woman, and you have (laughs) a beautiful soul and a beautiful and a great big heart. So, yeah, let me let me ask you this question because not everybody's able to do what they what you did. You know, I mean, some people. They have, their life becomes lemons, and it stays that way. But some people, they'd have lemons, but then they make lemonade. I know that's a funny little statement, but that's true that <laughs> some people take their uh, whatever challenges and, and then make them into opportunities and move forward in their lives, and, and, and you've done that. So, I mean, you have, you have a fire, so to speak, a fire in your belly, though, that, that has brought you to where you are today. But what makes you different than other people? I would say what I've applied in my life because I think everybody has inner wisdom and everybody can fight the good fight. Right? It's a mindset. And we have to make a decision. I just made a decision that I was not going to play the victim card, yeah. that I was going to apply everything that I've learned along the way and make it work even in my low days. Right? It's an right. emotion, and we know emotions right. come and go. And so I would say it's available for everyone. I just decided to tap into it. Yeah. Now, we, we love stories of hope. We love stories, stories that inspire us, and your story is definitely one of inspiration and really giving lots and lots of people hope. But uh, this has been your journey. This is your path. Who supported you during that time? As you said, the, the man that you thought was going to be the man you would marry and be the father of your children uh, disappeared. So who was supporting you through this four-year time? I would say a group of women. It it did change for me. I would say that, you know, I think that the first 60 days, I was still around the same circle. But when I started evolving and started changing my perspective on what was happening in my life, somehow things started shifting for me as as well on the outer. So a group of women. I had a group of five women that would keep me lifted and supported me through the path. I always believe that you're always trying to find people who are 20 feet ahead of you. And so I intentionally seeked out women who were 20 feet away. Either if they went through a breakup at the time or someone who dealt with it, who was able to fight 
cancer, someone who survived and is thriving. Right. The success right. means clues. So I was yeah. able to find women in that space. And remind you, I, you know, everyone's wearing a mask now, but I was wearing a mask for four years. So this is nothing. I wish I would have known before. I would have totally <laughs> you're, you're, you're about it. Now, right? you're, a pro. <laughs> you're a professional mask wearer. Okay, good. <laughs> well, you know, uh, Women Connect for Good, that is the mission. I, you know, I don't know if you've read anything on the website, but the mission of Women Connect for Good is very, very simple. It's women supporting other women, and of course the men who are supporting as well, but that's really where this came from. Women Connect for Good came from the simple premise of women supporting other women in their mission, their purpose, their drive, and, and again, you know, one woman supporting another woman can make this world completely different. So you, you did exactly what Women Connect for Good has always hoped every woman would do, by the way. Oh, wow. But that's awesome. Yes, it worked. It worked. That's why you're going to be a part of this community. We'll continue to connect you and get you, get you connected to other people that are doing similar things. All right, well, let's talk about what you're doing. And, and I did have a chance to listen to some of your podcasts, Move, Move Out of the Way. I, lo- I, I wanted to start with that because I really love that because I think women, especially white women, I'm going to say this and I'm going to be honest, why women sabotage themselves? They really, really do. Uh, you know, I think Latino women, I think I've seen a lot of women, uh, diversity, because I've been involved with diversity women's programs. I see white women probably the, the biggest group that really shoots themselves in the foot and, and, and shows the least amount of support for other white women. And I know I'm probably going to get in trouble for that, but I'm going to say this over and over again. But I've seen populations... Uh, you know, groups of women, Latino women of color, that just bond together, knowing that that unification is the success and is the recipe for for leadership and for success. Would well, you agree you know, with me? It's interesting you say that. I, I would agree. I don't know. It's funny because I was going to say, I, I guess because I'm, you know, I'm Latina, I, I was just having a conversation with a friend of mine. If, if more women were doing what, how men do business, I see them, right? Um, I'm in, I'm, like I said, I work for corporate America as well, and I see them doing business and how they help each other. Right. And if we took that type of same mindset and, and just adapt to what they're doing, I'm like, they're, they're constantly thinking about ideas. They're not talking about people. And I'm not saying that's what all women do, but, you know, when you sit down having a conversation with someone, is how are we helping each other, how we're supporting each other, how we're creating right. ideas, how can mm-hmm. we partner up? So these are the conversations that need to be had, and they're not – I, I don't feel it because I'm sitting in the conversations with my friends and I'm just like, ladies, let's, let's talk about what ideas, what are we going to do for 2021? You know, what else are we going to create that's needed in this world? And it's interesting enough, I see it in my own culture. Yeah, well, I think, I think the thing is, is that women in general, including Latino population as well, we can't be what we can't see, what we can't hear, mm. and what we can't read about. And that's why the leadership component is so important for the diversity and for the women, of course, working with men as well, is that we can't be what we don't see and what we don't understand. So sometimes you see women emulating men's leadership, which is really a different style because women, we're about relationships. We're about supporting each other. I think, again, this is just a different way of doing things that I think the really good leaders and I was reading an article this morning about women leaders are being considered better leaders, especially since the pandemic started, because they have empathy, 
they see the importance of supporting and collaborating and connecting people to get the job done. And, and so I think, I think sometimes uh, women in corporate America are, are trying to use a model that doesn't fit for them. It doesn't fit. And so finding the women like yourself who, who really understand the importance of people, relationships, and leadership in that capacity are, are completely different and, and are making that a more successful company. Absolutely. In our intuition, I, I make a lot of decisions, and I mean, seriously, about 95% of the time is right. I, I was like, we're so intuitive and we doubt ourselves too much and we could just trust it. That's a gift yeah. that we have that yeah. we don't realize that we don't tap into it enough. Absolutely. All right. Well, the, the podcast is great because you, I, I love the introduction and you're all laughing, <laughs> talking about your backgrounds, and it's probably <laughs> one of the most diverse populations doing these podcasts, so I think they're delightful to listen to uh, because there really is that, that mix of backgrounds because culture and beliefs and attitudes really affect how we approach anything in our lives. And so and when we talk about our diversity and our differences is when we can really start to say, hey, you know, we can, you know there's different ways we can, can enhance other people's attitudes, beliefs, and culture by sharing that. Yes. Well, you know, I think if you – I'm not sure which one you listen. I think you listened to the opener. But we've interviewed and the folks that we speak to – I've gone to yoga sessions, and I'm just like, this is interesting. I think I'm like the only one in this in this yoga class right now. Uh-huh. Or my spiritual retreats that I've done in that wellness space, uh-huh. there's not enough diversity in that right. space. And that's the reason why we even created it, as you mentioned. That's one of the major reasons. Like, we need to spread the word. This, this works. And unfortunately, our culture uh, is just so fixated on a certain way of thinking. Well, yeah, I mean, and who, so, who shows up? Do I look like the other people in this room? What's so important that we change? Okay, well, let's talk about the ways that you're doing that because you really are bringing – and, and I don't mean to say that your, your podcasts are delightful, and you do bring a population of very diverse women into, again, the different topics, which, you, which again, are wellness and faith and, and <laughs> even, even, you know, everything that's important, body, mind, and spirit. So let's talk about yes. how to do that. So, you know, the way I do it, and are you asking for my, like, what my rituals are? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right. So, you know, the way I'm spreading the word, I have a five by five. I'll tell you, I applied this. This is one of the things that I've applied in my life, and I've been doing it now for four years, and I call uh-huh. it a five by five. They've overcomplicated it. Like I said, I've read so many books. I've, I've done so much work, inner work. <laughs> I was like, this is simple. We're just complicating it. So <laughs> part of which is the <laughs> MOTW, uh, what you see, what I do with women and, and when I go into uh, these women's conferences, the 5 by 5 is really just, the, I call it the morning success habit. So I believe how you start your morning is really uh-huh. imperative. Your first 20 minutes determines the outcome of your day. So if you're grabbing your phone, uh, reading, you know, things that right now we know the, the, the universe is interesting, I would say. So, you know, you have to set the tone in your own little universe. So we have five minutes of praying. And this is, just, again, we complicate. This is a conversation with whomever you believe in, right? So right. it's like five minutes of prayer, five minutes of meditation. And this is when you can quiet your mind. And I will warn folks that don't meditate that you're probably going to be hearing a whole ton of noises in your mind when you first start off. I, I remember thinking about the silliest stuff when I first started. Like, oh, my goodness, when do I need to pay that bill? 
It was like, why am I even thinking that? Um, yeah. Then I have five minute of visualization, seeing yourself, what do you want to become? Right. And, and not just believing it, but knowing that these things will happen for you. The fourth one is five minutes of gratitude. You know, as bad as things may seem like at the moment, there are still good things. For me, it's just I'm breathing. I'm alive. I, I look at things obviously differently. But for me, it's just if I'm alive, I still have purpose. So let's go, regardless of what's going on in my life. And five minutes of journaling, I think, for me, at least as, as a leader, I'm the strong one in my family, and it, it, I feel like I always have to have it together mm-hmm. in front of them. <laughs> yeah. I've learned, it, for me, journaling was a way for me, an outlet to vent and to write my emotions down versus internalizing many of the things that I was going through. So it helped me out significantly. Like, I, I just saw a shift with that alone. It's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay to be authentic. It's okay. You know, just because you're a leader in every aspect of your life doesn't mean that you, you always have the answers to everything. And this is why you need a, a support group, which is the five women that I created at the time that I was going through my health journey. And um, so, yeah, I call them five by five. I think if you implement this I, I, I love it. I love it. Well, believe it or not, I could probably tell you I do four of them. I don't, I don't oh, journal, I have journals, but no, I mean, this is, I'm, I, meditation has been in my life for probably 30 years. I mean, it was the one thing that really has served me, especially during the toughest times of my life, is to sit down and meditate for usually 15 to 20 minutes. But I, you know, I, I was trained in transcendental, so I was trained to meditate 20 minutes twice a day so so anyway visualization yes absolutely in my meditation i begin with gratitude Mm, and and that is i think the most important thing if we can start our day looking around and seeing what we can be grateful for i mean i and i think what happens with people and you don't do this but some people do is they look around and say what's wrong instead of what's right, yes. you know, and so if, if we begin the day like that, and, you know, we're already going, here's my problem, you know, the solutions are, are maybe, maybe forthcoming, but if we start the day, as you say, looking around and go, wow, I'm so lucky to have what I have at this point, because, you know, I've, I've done, the, done the work, I've taken the journey, and, and I think that's it, and you know what you're doing also, which is something women don't do, is you're taking time for you. And this is wow, the other yes. thing that if more women took time to meditate, to journal, to talk about gratitude, to find a support group, we would be in a much different world. I know we would. And, and, I tr- I, and I'll tell you the, the truth, Angeline. I believe five women can get in a room together. If, they have, if they're like-minded, they can solve any problem and get any project going, period. I believe yes. that. <laughs> I agree with you too. I've seen it. <laughs> I've, well, yeah, I've seen it happen yes. over and over again. But I mean, because that's the the power too, and I call it the power too that women have to do all these things. And and that's the other thing: understanding that we as women have this power too. We've had these abilities and talents because the hand that rocks the cradle rocks the world. You know, we've been nurturing this world. And I also believe if we were in charge right now, we wouldn't be, <laughs> wouldn't be where we are either. So Exactly. Anyway, no, yeah. <laughs> uh, you, you have the purpose university because, again, you're living your life on purpose. And every day is on purpose. 
And many people are struggling right now to figure out who they are and what they need to do in this world to make things, you know, and I'm all about making the world better. But again, when you live on purpose, it's a completely different world that you live in as well. Talk, talk about that just for a minute. Yes. I mean, it's an intention. And many of the things I do on a daily basis, you know, not every day you wake up wanting to do those things. So when your why becomes so strong, so for me, it was that moment in ICU when I made a decision that moving forward, I would not keep the story to myself, yeah. that I would impact the world, specifically women. That's my mission in my heart. I know it. And purpose is just finding your why. That's my why. That's my why. To be able to teach you that pain can either make you into the person you want, you need to be in the future, so you can share your story with others, by the way. I don't think anything happens by chance. I, I'm not a believer right. in that. I, I believe things happen. Right. And it's not even for us. You have no idea. You know, the amount of messages I get through my social media platforms of like, oh, my goodness, when you shared your story, thank you, you know, it helped me. It helped me yeah. overcome this challenge. And sure. if, if we do more of that, you will realize you're walking into your purpose. I also, you know, I talked about this Saturday during my book launch. I explained to women, you know, this is the time the five by five is so important because you, this is where you start figuring out what is your purpose. You're not following the trends. We've all been called for a divine reason. And the yeah. way you find that out is quieting your mind and allowing yourself to hear, I call it the download because I, I get a ton of downloads in the morning. And, right. and when you get those downloads, and you don't question it. You don't doubt it. You just go. And, wow. and, that's, and, and honestly, I think, you know, they talk about this. Human beings just want to feel that we're progressing in life. You know, depression only stems from, you know, when you're stagnant and you feel like you're not moving forward. And when you finally make a decision that you're no longer going to pay the victim card, but yet you're going to use, I call them curveballs, and throw them right back and live intentionally. And living intentionally is having a plan for your day, for your week, for your month, for your year. Yeah. You'll see, you know, slowly but surely, you don't need to be medicated. You can slowly start shifting that behavior and seeing yourself in a different light. And your circle will change, by the way, and that's okay. You know, your circle yeah. will change and you'll be surrounded with people that are, just like you said, like-minded, and you'll be evolving. Yeah. We need cheerleaders in our lives and we need supporters in our lives. Without those, we don't get anywhere. That's why my book is I called agree. In This Together. We can't do any of this. You know, the people that I hear, you know, I just kind of laugh at this a little bit. You, can, you know the people that really, really aren't, getting, or aren't asking or giving support to those people, and it's always I and me, I and me, mine, mine, mm-hmm. mine, me. But the people that say we, you know, I don't ever say I, because I have a team mm-hmm. and a wonderful group of people that make Women Connect for Good what it is. I mean, I cannot do what I do today without the support and without the help of other people. It just doesn't happen. And I think that's something yeah. that women have to start to understand until we start to ask for help and ask for what we need, we don't get very far. You know, we don't Great go point. very far. Yes. Yes. So, all right, well, yes. we won't, we're, we're going to run out of time, darn it. <laughs> I want you to talk darn about it. your I book. <laughs> I want to I talk about your book. Uh, your new book, which which came out in January, and I like it. Uh, it's it's called uh, uh, "Thank You for Walking Away," and uh, it yes. came out brand new. It just hit the bookstore. So talk about that. Yes, I'm excited. Uh, yes, so it's how to you know overcome life challenges and discover your purpose. 
the biggest blessing, I couldn't figure it out then because, honestly, it didn't feel like a blessing then. But when I look back, the biggest blessing in my life was when my ex walked away. So that's the title mm-hmm. of the book, Thank You for Walking Away. Yeah. And yeah. and in that book, I share a lot of the tools. Like I said, I've in one year, I've invested about forty five thousand dollars on this growth, you know, inner work, therapy. Yeah. I, I, you name yeah. it, I did it. You know, and I was like, wow, what about if I cannot not only share my story, also share the scriptures that I stood on, also share the tools that I learned in all these different resources, and I applied it all in this one book. And for those who can't at this moment spend $45,000? Well, well, for $17.95, you get a lot of what I, I just collected maybe three or four of those tools that I use to this day, I still use it, that yeah. I saw a, a huge change in my life. So I'm yeah. excited about my book because I, I believe it was written um, not for me because obviously I overcame it, and but for others. I, I, mm-hmm. I share my story. I'm very vulnerable. i I tell you, you know, my, you know, the single thing sucks on chapter two. It's actually really funny uh, because I think, you know, when I realized all the women that are giving me feedback on the book, they keep, oh, my goodness, oh, my goodness, yes, I, I went through the same thing. Oh, my God, you're talking yeah. to my soul. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, and I'm witty, and I'm witty with the book. Well, I, I can imagine you're very witty. No, you're very delightful to talk to. <laughs> and I think that's one thing that women also do. They look at, they would look at someone like you, and she got, she's, you're beautiful, you're attractive, you're successful, and they, and they would say, it's so easy for her. Mm. And that's absolutely wrong because the people that, sometimes you look at that you uh, you know the comparisons why compare it's because when you when you literally tell the stories about each other what you where where you've been and where you're going there's always a connection always a connection so okay so how do they get your books how do they listen to move out of the way podcasts and and this purpose university and your five by five which is just an absolute delightful model of how we can each start our day. So how do they reach you and find out more about what you're doing? Absolutely. Uh, well, they can follow me on my social media. I'm very much engaged in it. And it's called She Fixes Crowns. Uh, same thing with my website, She Fixes Crowns. So you can purchase the book, actually. It sends you directly to Amazon and Barnes & Noble. So if you go into my website, She Fixes Crowns, you can actually purchase the book from the website. Or you can go directly to Amazon or Barnes & Noble. And the five by five is actually in my book. So it's in one oh, of my I, chapters, yeah. chapter seven, prayer meditation. Yeah. I, I well, I want to I want to give you give you a little story before we we stop today, and I hope we continue to have a successful relationship and a part being a part of this community, and I'll connect you with Dr. Sheila Robinson. But is that I'm sitting in out, I, my office faces a fountain on my equestrian center, which I would not have unless I had walked away. But I'm sitting here in in my office looking out the window at a fountain, and there are three hummingbirds drinking out of the fountain. And I was thinking about your story, and I was thinking about the book, Thank You for Walking Away. You know, sometimes if we don't walk away from the things in our lives that that are blocking us from being who we deserve to be, and what the potential that we have to become, we never, ever move forward in our lives. So I just wanted to share that story. Uh, these little hummingbirds, just, they, just love, they just love to come to this fountain and drink out of it, and it's the, it's the most wonderful thing to watch. So just visualize that, Angelina. 
<laughs> yes, I wrote it down in my planner because I'm like, I am going to look it up for spiritual meaning. I, I always am a believer in that. And, and, that, and that is because I walked away. I walked away also. So I, want to, yes. I want to tell you how delightful this has been. I've enjoyed this 30, 30 minutes. It went so fast. I can't believe how fast it went. But uh, I want to <laughs> congratulate you on everything you're doing and moving forward in your life. This is a phenomenal story, and, I, and I, we, we will help support you in any way we can. So Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. And I look further, for further conversations. Absolutely. Let us know anything that you're doing and things that come up and that we can help you promote. Perfect. Thank you so much. And make sure I get my e- your email address, and then, then we can uh, send you some information about Dr. Sheila Robinson. But you can, you can look up, just Google, just Google Dr. Sheila Robinson, Diversity Women. She is the CEO and founder of Diversity Women's Magazine, and every year she has a, a Diversity Women's Conference, which you, which you must attend. Bring those five women and go to this conference, and I, I will plan to be there as well. So I will, I will meet you one day. I know that. Oh, we will. I, without uh, a doubt, I know the universe well, has already aligned it. So thank you. Well, many blessings and uh, have a wonderful day. And we are and will be connected. Thank you. Thank you.